You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. KJ, let's take a look at the bracket for the NCAA tournament and kind of our first initial reactions to some of these matchups. So in this segment, we're breaking down the Midwest. And if you guys missed any of our breakdowns on any of the other regions, just search the daily tip wherever you get your podcast. And we have it sorted segment by segment. If you want the individual breakdowns on any of the regions. So now we're doing the Midwest. Uh, The number one seed out of this region is Houston. Uh, who just suffered an upset in their conference tournament but did not have Marcus Sasser, their best player. KJ, do you think this is a big deal, the injury concerns for Marcus Sasser and Houston? Not right away, but down the road, potentially. Um, Look, Houston almost pulled off of that game. They were down. They cut that lead against Memphis down to five. So that tells me that that team has a lot of resiliency outside of their star player. And – Let's just call it what it is. In their 116 matchup, you might not even play Sasser extensively. You just might want to test it to see how the foot is doing. You know, I think the team will be able to handle Northern Kentucky. I don't think there's going to be an issue there. But once you start getting into a potential matchup with Auburn, now you're back into the swing of things. So he could have a full week of rest off of that foot without them, A, not losing the number one seed, and B, not losing in a 16-1 to upset, which – now can happen, but for so many years didn't happen. I don't see that happening now. So uh, Houston down the road, yeah, concerned, but over the first weekend, not right away. I'll say this about Houston in their first round matchup, because you're right. I don't think that they will need Marcus Sasser, and I think it's probably a smart move if he needs some of that extra time to recover. But Houston's like 20 and a half, and I need to look into Northern Kentucky a little bit more, but this season as double-digit favorites, Houston's not been especially good at covering those numbers. So especially Mm. with, you know, Sasser possibly being sidelined or like on a minutes restriction of some sort, I don't know. I'll need to look into that matchup a little bit more. But uh, the other quote-unquote good teams, I guess you would say, in this bracket or this region, Texas is the two seed. They have a first-round matchup against number 15 or 15 seed Colgate. Texas laying 15 and a half. And I was watching all the prediction shows yesterday. A lot of people have Texas coming out of this bracket. I do too. Um, look, Texas is battle tested. You know how bad, I mean, how just how just bad a the, the, the big 12 was this year. And Texas mm-hmm. seemed like, you know, at, when, when the smoke cleared, it seemed like Texas won Kansas too, even though Kansas is the number one seed. So Texas with their guard play, they can get up and down. They've played big games, whether the beginning of the season, throughout the season. So Texas is a team that's built for this. 
And I think then potentially facing Houston to see who goes to the final four then becomes a thing of pride, right? Houston, the basketball school, Texas, the football school, trying to show that the basketball team can do the final four thing and potentially win it all. So I actually have Texas going to the final game. That's how much I believe in Texas. So I think this is the region where the uh, final, one of the finalists comes out of. Right. And if you do like Texas to make it to the final four, they are four to one over at BetMGM. Houston, of course, uh, the overall favorite to win the national championship, plus 550, plus 140 to make the final four. So I think those odds are a little short for me. So even if I did like Houston, which I do think they're a very good team, at least according to the metrics, Kim Palm has loved Houston all season long. Uh, but Texas is going to be a tough out. And there are some other really solid teams in this region. Miami, a five seed here, uh, a part of the 5-12 matchup, which we know, traditionally speaking, is the one that produces the most upsets. Miami, only three and a half point favorites in that matchup against Drake. However, I really like Miami, some of the best guard play in the ACC, uh, and also a really solid team. I'm not going to really take it against them that they lost to Duke in the ACC tournament championship because Duke shot 54% from the uh, field and 50% from the three-point line. It's hard to beat a team when they're shooting that well, but guard play matters in March Madness, and I think Miami has some of the best guards, Nigel Pack, Jordan Miller, and Isaiah Wong, all very solid and experienced individuals that I think uh, can do some good things for Miami. Uh, are there other games that you kind of have circled here, KJ? Yeah, I'm staring right at Kent State, Indiana, the 13-4 mm -hmm. game. I like Kent State to win this outright. Indiana has been a disappointment as the season has gone on. Um, I like Kent State to be able because when Indiana misses, ooh, they start missing shots badly. And so not only do I like them straight out on the money line, but even if you think that Indiana wins the game, I'd still like Kent State in the four and a half points. So I think that if Indiana does win the game, which would be the chalk move, that it's a close game by the skin of their teeth. But I think this is the game that Kent State comes out and punches Indiana in the mouth very early on, and they can't recover. And if you put Indiana in a situation where they've got to start taking a lot of outside shots to pull back into the game, that's not their game. So I like Kent State in the 13-4 upset here. I think a lot of people have because the spread has already moved from 6.5 to 4.5 uh, with Kent State getting some kind of action because that number has moved. I think at four and a half, I'm still probably playing Kent State just because you know that Kent State's going to absolutely be motivated to play up to, you know, a team that is in a bigger conference. And I think Kent State yeah. is a pretty solid mid-major. I do like the points. Not sure if they get the outright win, but I will be taking that four and a half. And then potential second round matchup between Texas and Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. Grab your popcorn. Uh, it's going to be a tough one for Texas A&M. But still, it's a team that's had great defense all season long. I think that one, from a watching perspective, will be really fun to watch. Uh, I'm not sure what to expect from Auburn. I know I saw Bruce Pearl talking about his start in coaching, and it actually was at Iowa. He spent like six seasons, I believe, as an assistant at uh, mm -hmm. the University of Iowa. So this is a tighter spread, uh, one of the tighter spreads uh, in this region, as this one's basically a pick -em. Auburn minus 115 on the money line. Iowa minus 105. Is there anything I'm missing here that people should be aware of in this uh, region? 
I'm keeping an eye on, and it really starts with the Mississippi State Pitt game. I, I mm. think the winner out of the game, if I have Pitt beating Iowa State, um, I think Iowa State, they've gone up and down, up and down, up and down. And I think the way that Jeff Capel has Pitt playing, that's what's so weird with the ACC this year. While it's been weak, there have been a lot of kind of bruisers in the middle. Duke, Pitt, uh, Miami, even though they, they, they were the outright winner for the conference. But you had some teams on there that just became just these fighters. And I think Pitt's one of those teams. And I can see Pitt beating Iowa State and potentially Xavier to get to Texas. I, I see Pitt losing to Texas after Texas beats Texas A&M. So I can see Pitt being kind of a, a wild card to get to the Sweet 16, beating Iowa State and then potentially Xavier. All right, so let's talk about gut feelings because this is kind of our first look at the bracket. So we're not making any actual plays here. But gut right. feelings for me, I think I'm taking a long, hard look at Northern Kentucky plus 20 and a half. I think that spreads were really big. Uh, mm. I think I'll take the 15 and a half with Colgate against Texas. Wow. It's a tough matchup for Colgate. But still, Texas in this position has usually not been very good when they're laying sizable numbers, especially earlier on in the season. Um, maybe it has changed down the stretch. But Texas is usually a team that will win but doesn't cover these large uh, spreads. I'm wondering what we'll see from Penn State because this is a short spread game as well. Uh, Texas A&M laying two and a half against Penn State. Penn State, if you talk about hot teams, Penn State's one of them, uh, narrowly missing out on the Big Ten title, losing only by a couple of points to Purdue. But I think it's a tough matchup for Penn State. So I don't know. Are, do you have any yeah, gut feeling you. plays? Yeah, I thought Texas A&M would be seeded higher um, than mm -hmm. seven. So I think there are seven in disguise. Um, if there is a play, I talked about the Kent State. I would take the Kent State in the four and a half, um, mm -hmm. win or lose. Um, just because I, I just don't believe Indiana, one, will win the game, but two, cover that four and a half. So I, I like Kent State when we're talking in terms of money plays. Um, again, Texas A&M, I think they will dominate Penn State. I think Penn State had a nice run. But again, the Big Ten, keep in mind, Ohio State was making a run in the Big Ten tournament. So yeah. that, that tells you a lot in terms of the quality that you know that they're coming at, they're coming out of against and we're saying that Purdue is probably one of the weaker ones we've seen recently. So I I just don't I'm not a I'm not really a believer of any of these Big 10 teams in there outside of Michigan State which you know they're 7 seed. So you know the higher the number goes for the seed for a Big 10 team the lesser I am a believer of them and just call it what it is I think with Penn State being a 10 seed they're showing in the Big 10 tournament is really what got them in. If they'd gone out in the first round matchup, I don't think they're in the tournament. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And it was surprising to me. I think the Big Ten had the most teams of any conference in the tournament. And I'm not reading that into saying, oh, the Big Ten was the best conference. I think maybe it was the deepest, but I don't yeah. think that I am ready to like go all in on the Big Ten as a conference in the tournament. So what do we think the the ceiling is for Texas? Because you said you like Texas coming out of this bracket. Do you think they can make it to the national championship? I have Texas winning the national championship. Oh, wow. And Yes. I think the way things play out for them, because the way it looks to me is that Texas will play Kansas again in a final four matchup. <sighs> Why? But 
Um, but yeah, I, I get, I'm not thinking that I, maybe Jenks is channeling through me, but I just <laughs> see that the road, if Texas gets past Houston, they can beat Kansas again. And then I have Arizona beating Alabama. So even if it was a Texas Alabama game, I would still lead Texas just because of their guard, their guard play. So yeah, I, I I'm on Texas here. When I wrote all this out, I said, really? Cause th- that's how I do my brackets. When I think it out. I go through the motions of everything side by side. I eat the left side first, then the right side. And then I go, really? And it just makes a lot of sense for Texas to make their way all the way to the national title. It would be wild if Rodney Terry led his team to a national title after not even being the head coach of this team when they started the season. What a year for Texas. All right, we'll see if that's the case. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.